You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Listening to Anita Marks. To me, this Jets team is throwing away a season. You're just you're throwing it away because you've got you've got all this great talent. This is a Jets team that is built to win right now on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. And the fact that this organization is committed to Zach Wilson, horrible. You're throwing a year away. I think this is just a huge mistake, an absolute disaster for the Jets to not pursue another quarterback option outside of Zach Wilson. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Again, let's continue with your calls. Let's go to Floyd calling in from Harlem. Floyd, welcome in. Hi, how you doing? Thanks, Anita, for having me. Um, First of all, I wish... um, um, the, the Aaron Rodgers, a, a speedy recovery, but take his time because I want a full healing from him. But what I like to say is let's think of Brady and Kurt Warner. When they started out, they were not starting quarterbacks. They were so – can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, they were so-so quarterbacks, and they end up being Hall of Famers. Now, I I wish that on Zach Wilson, you know, but let's just see. I mean, his past is his past. He he was playing, and he's learning from a quarterback that is a Hall of Famer. Now, if you're going to knock on any quarterback's door, I wish that it would have been Kaepernick. And I, I read I read the news about Kaepernick and, and the Jets organization. But when you think about it, he's been at the top of the mountain. And he knows how to play football. He's a very good quarterback. Why not give it give him a look at least? I mean, Floyd, that's a that's a whole and appreciate the call, Floyd. Um, you know, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show, uh, in regard to how this league is and how they how they deal quote unquote with, with, with Kaepernick. It's, it's, uh, you know, uh, dare I use the word blackballed? I, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's what's happened here and it's, it's, it's a complete shame. Um, I don't think we'll ever see Kaepernick play again in the NFL. Uh, I, I just don't think there's one owner out there that's willing to step out of the box. I just don't. And it's sad. Uh, let's go to Mel in Queens. Mel, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good afternoon. How are you Fantastic. Doing, thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, always enjoying the show. Always. I just want to say that, you know, when the Jets went for Aaron Rodgers, they knew that it was a, a possibility that he can get injured. This is not a surprise. I mean, we talk about it on sports radio. I was saying it, so I know it has to be talks of this behind closed doors. They decided in the offseason if something was going to happen to Aaron Rodgers, they're going to ride with Zach Wilson. That's what they're doing. And I feel like we got to respect that. I mean, here's the thing. I, when, when we was on bashing Geno Smith, I kept calling the radio saying, stop bashing the guy. I see so much potential in him. He's just in the, wrong, in the wrong position. He got in the right position. And look at Geno Smith now. I'm not saying he's going to be a Geno Smith, but I'm just saying you got to give these young players a little bit of time. You just can't rush the process. And no greater process than now, you know? Listen, Mel, I, I understand what you're saying, but this isn't a team – that is built to, to give Zach Wilson, you know, um, to, to, to experience growing pains. And, and to be quite frank, we've been through that already. We've been through that already. So th- this is the, the reason I'm saying, if, if this was like 
I don't know, if this was the Atlanta Falcons, if this was the Green Bay Packers, if this was the De- well, a lot of people feel the Detroit Lions are going to win the so like um again, the Atlanta Falcons, uh the Tampa Bay Bucks, um the Denver Broncos, the Texans, the Colts, Washington. Okay, roll with Zach Wilson. See how you can develop him. See what can happen. See if he can learn. See if he can grow. Not this team. Not right now. This 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 team is ready to win right now. This team was built to win right now. This isn't the team that you you just you you give and, and and I, I apologize. This gentleman called into my show last night. He used a great analogy. You've got you've got a Lamborghini, and right now you're handing the keys to that Lamborghini to you know your teenage son who just got his driver's permit. You don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Let's go to Steve in Tom's River. Steve, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Thank you for being so honest. I. I don't know what's going on with everybody, but pushing for this kid over and over again. I called him three-point Zach two years ago. Now he don't get nothing. Um, you know, everyone backing him. First off, you should have got your front line instead of everything else because it was a mess in the beginning. Rogers got hurt. Now... You have uh, a quarterback that's not going to do anything for us. I want to win a Super Bowl. I don't want to get into the playoffs. We have the team right now to win a Super Bowl. We need to get a quarterback. That guy, Boyle, he had great preseason. I would take him 100 times over Zach Wilson. He's not too bad. And yeah, then, but Steve, know, so Steve, with, with all due respect, Boyle, listen, Boyle's, he's on the practice squad. Boyle's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Really, again, and we had Dan Graziano on not too long ago, um, and he was on Get Up, of course, and, and Greeny, as we know, a huge Jets fan. Yeah, I mean, the dream scenario here is Kirk Cousins. And I share this, 0-2 teams, the Vikings now are 0-2. 0-2 teams um, are 100, there's been 125 teams that have started the season 0-2, and, and I think this stat, and I apologize, I should have more information about this stat. I think it's since they since they expanded to 17-game season, I would imagine, right? Um, 12 of them made the playoffs. 12 of them made the playoffs. And let's see for – I just want to see just for uh, – I want to see who the Vikings are playing next. Hold on one second. Just let me take a look at their schedule. So, uh, so they lost to the Bucks twenty to seventeen. They lost the Eagles thirty four to twenty eight. Um, and their next game is against the Chargers at home against the Chargers. So uh, there's a good shot there that they lose that game against the Chargers. God forbid they start 0-3. And I have the stat here. Hold on. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Here we go. So, um, oh, I just, I just, oh, here we go. 0-3. So teams that start the season 0-3, 
only have a 2.5% chance of making it to the playoffs, a 1.3% chance of winning the division, and a 0% chance of winning a Super Bowl. So, you know, again, we know what Robert Sala said. He came out, he said, this team, this is Zach Zach Wilson's team. Is that just to buy time? Because, you know, and 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 it, 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 it it's it's true that even if the Jets would have gone out and, and brought in try to wheel and and wheel and deal and bring in a quarterback you, you had to go with Zach Wilson this week it's going to take a minute hypothetically speaking if they would have gone out to get somebody to have time to um, get comfortable in an offense right so there's that. So is this, you know, is, is, is this a Jets team that's totally bought in regardless of what the outcome will be this Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys, that they're totally committed to Zach Wilson? Or is this them just buying time to, to see how the chips fall with the Minnesota Vikings? I truly believe, again, I, I think Kirk Cousins would be a huge get. I think Kirk Cousins is the one quarterback, and again, just, just and, and Joe and Harvey, please feel free to chime in here. And let's 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 be realistic, right? Let's be realistic in regard to the quarterbacks that the Jets and Joe D could knock on the door, and a team would listen. Buffalo's not going to listen. Miami's not going to listen. The Patriots aren't going to listen. Okay, Dallas isn't going to listen. Giants aren't going to listen. Eagles aren't going to listen. Washington's not going to listen. Ravens no. Cincinnati no. Cleveland no. The Steelers no. Chicago, no. Detroit, no. Green Bay, no. The Minnesota Vikings, yes. So let's shelf that. Kirk Cousins. Texans, no. And I'm talking about like starting, I'm talking about a quarterback that's going to like, would they listen for Davis Mills? Yes. I'm talking about a quarterback that truly legit could come in. And if the Jets get that quarterback, I think that quarterback has what it takes to help this team potentially win a Super Bowl this year, okay? Kirk Cousins, to me, is one of those guys. Houston, no. Colts, no. Jacksonville, no. Tennessee, possibly. Ryan Tannehill. They've invested a lot in their next heir apparent. So let's shelf Ryan Tannehill. Atlanta, no. Carolina, no. The Saints, no. The Bucks. I, I just, I'm not a believer in, in Baker Mayfield. Denver? Hmm. Let's shelf Denver for a minute. Okay. Kansas City, obviously, no. The Raiders, no. The Chargers, no. Arizona, possibly. But again, Murray, he's on that pup, so he's not going to be available for a few weeks. Um, the Rams? Stafford? Possibly. 49ers, no. Seattle, no. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Stafford, Murray, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill. I think these are five teams that, I'm not saying that it would happen, but I think those are five teams that have a storyline, a scenario taking place centered around their quarterbacks that I think would be wise for the Jets to knock on the door. Joe, Harvey, agree or disagree? I disagree with one. Which one? Denver with Russell Wilson. Why? Because I don't think the Jets would put them in a, put 
themselves in a situation where after this year, he's owed 17, 37. He could opt out, but why would he opt out of three more years at 40, 44, and 50 million dollars? I don't think I got a, I've got a better I've got a better reason for you why it wouldn't be Russell Wilson because Nathaniel Hack is here. So let's just let's 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 erase that. So that you would so, go after uh, is it Pinnock? Who who's the no, so let's just say, let's say, I, what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about a quarterback. I, I'm talking about a quarterback opportunity for the Jets to go after and get that will put them back in the discussion of potentially winning a Super Bowl. Well, then I think it okay. has to be Stafford then. But at that point, with the Rams, you're, you're assuming at the trade deadline that it's going to happen. The Jets season could be over by that point. We It's around Halloween how many games are the Jets winning, just waiting no, on no, one this, of these teams? No, this would, this would, this would. Ha- I mean, this would have to happen soon. I, I, this wouldn't be like, oh, let's wait till the trade deadline. Then I think you'd have to the- give up a first-round pick for Stafford if that's what you. If if you're that mm. needy for a quarterback, mm. the Rams don't-, don't have a first-round pick coming up. They need draft capital just as much as any team in the NFL, and. Look, their roster is full of undrafted rookies. They have like thirty something yeah, undrafted I don't, at, at rookies. This, at the, here's the, but here's the thing, Joe. At this stage in his career, I, I just I don't. You give up a you give up a first round draft pick when you've got a quarterback that you know is going to come in and 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 you know I think Stafford's got too much tread on those tires, right? What's the least amount of draft capital you're you're willing to give up for? Or most, I'm sorry. I'd the most say, amount I'd say, for, I'd say for based on based on how based on how good this team is right now. For Stafford, Murray, Cousins, or Tannehill, let's say those are a four that we're rolling with. That are, first of all, first things first, are we are we in agreement that if this team goes out and brings in any of those four quarterbacks, that the Jets are back in the conversation of making it to, to the Super Bowl? I have my reservations with Cousins, but sure, for the sake of argument, let's go. What, what's okay. the most amount of draft capital you're, you're willing to give up for those I'd give four? Up, I'd give up a second. I'd give up a second. Just, just because of how good I think this team is. Then you would probably have to work around the conditions with Green Bay because right now, yeah, it's not going to be a first-round pick that you're giving Green Bay, but if he doesn't, assuming Rodgers doesn't come back this year, which it looks like he's not going to, I don't care how much remedies he has, you're still going to have to give up a second-round pick to Green Bay, because that's what you agreed to in that trade. So you're going to have to give up not this year's second-round pick, the following year's second-round pick, which at that point, why does that help the team that you're trading the pick to? Like, why would the team, why would, you know, the Rams, Tennessee, Minnesota help you out in that situation? And Kyler Murray... Are we 100% certain that his ACL is fully intact and he's ready to go as soon as he's ready to come off the, the PUP list? No, what, we, we don't. We don't. That's why, again, I, I, I think Kirk Cousins to me is, is, is really the, the dream option, I think, for this Jets team. Um, and, and, I, and I know we're sitting here and we're, we're, we're talking about more than likely something that very well is not going to happen. But... Um, and even with I, I just, Kirk I'm, Cousins, look at how many primetime games the Jets play this year. Do you have any trust in him outside of uh, the 1 o'clock window? I, I will say this. 
dude balled out against the Eagles. Wasn't his fault they lost. Wasn't his fault uh, he, that they lost. He even said it was his fault. After he destroyed Justin Jefferson, he said, if if I put the ball in a better place, he doesn't fumble that ball out of the end zone and we score a touchdown yeah. there. And 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 that's and that's what that's what mature and veteran quarterbacks do. I, I mean, uh, partially, but he, he destroyed Justin Jefferson 20 seconds into that statement, or before that uh, that statement of him saying that he could have thrown a better ball. But, you know, there's – for any quarterback that the Jets want to bring in at this point in time, you can poke holes. I mean, people were poking holes in the Rodgers when he first got here but based off the season that he had last year. So I agree with you. Any four of those quarterbacks – I would have I would probably prefer Cousins and Tannehill over the other two, but or I'm sorry, Cous- or um, Stafford Stafford and Tannehill over Cousins and and Murray. But what's Colt McCoy doing right now? He can't come in nothing and he's a, sit for two weeks. He's, he's learn a free this agent. Offense. By the way, 70 percent completion percentage, thirteen years in the league, seventy percent completion per- percentage. Uh, just throwing that out there. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Just because of the effect that that can have on, on people, you know, belief, people believing in you, people that you, you know get to work with every day believing in you. And, you know, sometimes it can seem like the world is against you, but, but it's never really the case. You know, we always got our guys back. So, you know, it can be tough playing ball in this state, especially playing quarterback in this part of the world. And, you know, because of that and, and all the other things, you know, we, we always want to make sure we got our brothers back, man. And if he doesn't know that, then I'm doing my job wrong. You know, I want to make sure I get them all the empowerment in the world. And, and I know all the other guys feel the same about it. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon. Cynthia Freeland's going to join us momentarily. Let's try to get a few more calls in before we go to Cynthia. Let's go to Russell. Russell, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, Anita. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I've been sitting here listening to you for a while now, talking about Zach Wilson and what he is and what he isn't. In my opinion, honestly, we don't really know what he is because he's never really had anything real to work with before now. Now, do I believe he could be really good? I personally do not, but could he be good enough with the defense, with what it is? The Jets' defense is top three, five in the league. Could they keep him us in every game? Yes, I believe they can. I think this week is going to show everything with Zach Wilson. It, if Dallas makes him look like an inexperienced buffoon, he's done, and I think the Jets go out and do what they have to do after this week. But I believe the Jets' defense – 
can we be the 2000 Ravens? I don't know. But they looked very good last week. And Buffalo is in Kansas City offensively, don't get me wrong. But I think the Jets can really do this. And one other quick point. This Tim Boyle kid, everybody watched Hard Knocks. He was really good in the preseason. Yes, he played against twos and threes. He didn't play against ones and twos. But he looked good enough. And if Zach Wilson can't make it through this week's game, which is a distinct possibility with the way Dallas' defense looked last week, then we're really going to get to see. I'd like to know what you think about that. Yeah, I, I mean, Russell, with all due respect, I'm not, and thanks for the phone call. I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting all my eggs in the Boyle basket. A, a dude who's on a practice squad that the other 31 teams aren't stealing. Okay, there's a reason why. Let's go to Morris calling in from the car. Hello, Anita. Uh, thank Hi. you for taking my call. Um, so one thing I'd like to just mention is I think that expectations, people should remove Super Bowl out of all conversations. That I think to win a Super Bowl, you need an elite, an elite quarterback. And people keep talking about Kirk Cousins. He's nothing more than a Carson Palmer, a Sam Bradford, uh, a Matt Ryan, even though he made it to a Super Bowl. It's all about the postseason. And, and and Kirk Cousins got bounced out by the Giants in the first round. So people have to change their expectations. And when you throw in names like Colt McCoy, who is that? Um, th- these guys, have, they're not up to par. You need an elite quarterback to, win a, to get to the Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl. And in terms of Zach Wilson, he's been hanging around Aaron Rodgers for months. Uh, uh, Jordan Love hung around Aaron Rodgers for three years, and he hit the ground running. Now, granted, three years is more than a few months, but he could have Aaron Rodgers could have tweaked something, tweaked a couple of things in Zach Wilson's mind to get him to another level. And then also, people are forgetting, he was down by 10 points to the Buffalo Bills. They won. Quarterbacks get the credit. And how many touchdown passes did he throw? He threw one. How many did Daniel Jones throw that day against Dallas? So uh, I say give Zach Wilson a chance. He may be ready. And had Trevor Lawrence been in Zach Wilson's place last year or the year before, he would have been bounced out of New York. Same with Josh Allen. His first year, he would have been bounced out of New York. Granted, New York is a tough place to play, but uh, I think we all have to roll behind Zach Wilson and see what he does. A lot of people feel the way you do, Morris. Thanks for the phone call. Quick break. We come back. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network will join us. How does she feel about the Jets and their decision to roll with Zach Wilson? Also, her thoughts on the game. I've got a play that I like for Sunday's matchup uh, with, the, with, the, with the Jets and uh, the Dallas Cowboys, along with the Giants and the Arizona Cardinals as well. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. That music only means one thing. Cynthia Freeland, baby, it is football season. Every Saturday, she joins us right here on 98.7 ESPN at 1.30 in the afternoon, Eastern time. Okay, it's 1.34, but uh, we've got her. That's all that matters. Cynthia, how you doing? Week one in the books and uh, heading into week two. How you feeling? Um, You know, week one is a little weird. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're on to week two. It started off a little bit more normal in terms of, like, you know, I feel like last week I, we learned a lot, and now it just, you know, you keep getting 
getting more and more information as you go along, and it's going to keep getting better and better, I think. Yeah, I was not expecting uh, the beatdown the Giants got uh, against the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, n- uh, nor the Pittsburgh Steelers against the 49ers. So I was really surprised with those. I thought Seattle would win. Some really big surprises in week one. Uh, first things first, let's start here in our own backyard. Been spending a lot of time and in Will for the next, of course, uh, several weeks, I'm sure, talking about the quarterback situation here in New York. Very sad state of affairs, as you could only imagine, with Aaron Rodgers in the Achilles but surprised that Robert Sala and this Jets organization came out and said that this is Zach Wilson's team without kicking the can around about potentially bringing in a, another quarterback that could be better for a team, let's be honest, Cynthia, is ready to win right now. Your thoughts on this team moving forward with Zach Wilson? Well, I think no matter what this week, it, you weren't going to find someone and get them in there and and play the Dallas Cowboys in five days. Like, that just wasn't going to happen. So, number one, you have to do – you have to, like, face the, re, the – the reality of the situation is, is that was that was kind of what was going on. And I think Robert Salas said something like – I'm not quoting him right, but it's like – you can't – it's not like Madden, right? You can't just, like, replace one quarterback with another one. It takes some time. So, I, I think that that – means that they had to, they have to make some decisions and figure some things out but maybe you know going going into a like a, a week like that on a somewhat short week just a one day shorter week is is tough and you can't ask someone to be ready for the Dallas Cowboys defense in that amount of time so I think he did the, the made the best choice for consider the situation and and we'll see maybe maybe they'll make a different choice but at this point that was that was the reality of the situation at that time. Yeah, listen, I, I get it. I understand, right? I, too too quick of a turnaround, especially to get somebody ready uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. But, uh, you know, what I heard was this is Zach Wilson's team, right? I mean, listen, we, we they have the right to change their mind. Maybe they will. Mm-hmm. Maybe they won't. I, I just my, – my point here, Cynthia, is I, I just – I think this team is ready to win now. I think they're just too mm-hmm. good on both the offense and the defense just to be like, hey, this is Zach Wilson's team and – you know, uh, we'll take a flyer on it. We'll see. I, I think he. I think. I think by making that decision, you're doing a disservice to um, Lazard, uh, Randall Cobb, uh, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, guys who came here to New York not only to play with Aaron Rodgers, uh, but to make it to the playoffs and try to win a Super Bowl. Well, that's like a epic defense too. Like the defense in general is just really, really good. I'm not. I, I guess I'm. I, like I. I think like we'll think about it like this, right? If he would have said something differently or if we'd be like, okay, well, we'll get another quarterback, but we got to throw Zach out there this week because that's all we have this week. But then going forward, we'll make it different. You know, that's what are you going to like? Do you think that's going to inspire a lot of confidence? So, I mean, I think, you know, you got to, you got to give a little bit of confidence in this kid and figure it, figure it out kind of as it goes. I think they will probably change their mind if it doesn't look the way that they want it to, especially considering the things that you said about how good this team is all right so so let's go big picture we've been spending a lot of time uh, today on the show talking about what would be some of the other options I think the home run would be Kirk Cousins teams that start 0-2 uh, on the season um, typically don't make it to the playoffs uh, they've got the Chargers coming up in week three chances are they're going to be 0-3 and we know what happens very few if no teams make it to the postseason so you know give give me you know if, if you were Joe D and you were kicking the can mm-hmm. around about bringing in a quarterback that you think could 
uh, potentially help this team not only get to the playoffs, but win some games once they get there. Realistically, who, who would it be? Would it be Kirk Cousins? Would it be Tannehill? You know, maybe Matthew Stafford, maybe Murray. Like, you know, who, who, who would you be eyeing right now? Who would, you, who would be in the topic of discussion, Cynthia? I mean, if you're talking about, like, Matthew Stafford would be an excellent addition. I know they tried to get him this offseason. I don't know if the, the Rams would be willing to do that. I mean, I, I, what's wrong with, like, a, you know, I understand this is not the most exciting one, but Jacoby Brissett played really well last season to start the year, and he is a – I don't know where he is right now, perfectly honest, like, in terms of, like, contract and all that stuff, but the, the truth is, is that could be a nice one, too. Like, like, maybe even a guy like a Teddy Bridgewater who's not starting. The Lions have Jared Goff, and they also have uh, Hendon Hooker. So, I guess, you know – Kirk Cousins would be interesting. It definitely would be splashy and and interesting, but I think this team is really good. And I don't know if they need like they like Aaron Rodgers is obviously a world changer, game beater. Like this guy is you know, first out Hall of Famer, like one of the best of all time. Like that, you don't need to go out there and get a guy that's as you're not going to be able to get a guy that's in that same echelon. And so maybe like like. I don't know. I, I guess Jacoby Brissett to me is like undervalued a bit. I think people could, he, he could be a, a useful tool. Interesting. A name that we have not mentioned uh, often here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, all right. Uh, let's look microcosm this week. Jets in Dallas taking on the Dallas Cowboys. My play in this game. I'm going to play a same game parlay, Cynthia. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys on the money line to win, and I'm going Zach Wilson under 199 and a half passing yards. And you could get that mm-hmm. at plus 120. What say you? How are you playing this one? A lot of people like the under here at 38 and a half. The Jets are getting nine, nine and a half in some places. How are you playing this? Yeah, I mean, this is one where props would probably make more sense. Like, I like the, thinking about individual performers as opposed to. But that de- both defenses are insane. Like they're really, really tough. And remember, we despite the, the what seemed like a really huge score, like the forty points, like that didn't come from this offense, right? Like that came from special teams in a defense. Two scores from that, and points off turnovers were how the Dallas Cowboys won that game. So, you know, I'm 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 I kind of do favor the under in this situation, but I do also think that the Jets keep it closer than nine and a half. I just don't trust this offense. So, yet, I, I don't, I've seen Mike McCarthy call more conservative plays before, and that won't work against this defense. So, I actually think it's a closer game than 10 points. So, that, I, that would be my play. Um, let's turn our attention to what's going on with the Giants. Uh, they get their butts handed to them by the Dallas Cowboys. That was just a train wreck. Uh, it was abs- absolutely mm-hmm. horrible. Daniel Jones got absolutely demolished. Um, now they head out to the desert. And I feel that this is a muscling game for them because they do take on the San Francisco 49ers in week three on a short work week in San Francisco. I don't have them winning that game. So I think this is a must win where hopefully they're one and two after week three, because again, you start the season. zero and three, forget about it. Uh, your, your thoughts on the giants rebounding against Arizona this week. Yeah, I think it's going to look a lot different. It's very hard to win a game when your special teams lets you down like that. Like, you know, it's it's hard, and that was kind of a fluky start to the game. It was very hard to come back from that. So, I think that a couple of things. Number one, if you look at the Arizona injury report, the best players on that defense would be Buda Baker, you know, 
the couple of the other guys are, are good as well. But Buda Baker's left, and he's on the injury report, which is unfortunate for them, but more fortunate for the Giants in the situation where it's not just must win, it's just like must get in rhythm, right? Like it can't be an ugly win. It can't be like 15 to 12 on field goals. It has to be an efficient game where, you know, we see the end, we see Saquon Barkley and a couple of pass catchers in the end zone at, at various points, like where they, un, like they got to get in rhythm, if that makes sense. They can't, a win's a win, I get it. Like even if it's one point, who cares? But it, it, it needs to be a, a, a commanding win. Um, is, is this is this the week that we really see uh, Darren Waller um, shine in this offense? Uh, are, are you expecting big things from him this week? Yeah, I mean, look. Yes, let's hope so. It might not look like a touchdown. It might look like, you know, being really efficient on a lot of a, a lot of different plays, right? Like, you know, it's it, it's interesting because I fantasy wise, you're playing him, but you know. Like if I'm a Giants fan watching Darren Waller, like the routes run and the way that the connection forms between him and Daniel, like I want to see them look like they don't need to look and like, like the no looks passes. Remember we saw it from Hard Knocks from Aaron Rodgers. Like I want that for Darren Waller and and Daniel Jones this week. I want to see that. That would be great. So are are you laying the four four and a half? Do you, you feel yeah. confident in doing that in this in this Giants game? I do. I do. I mean, Arizona came out and their defense was a little bit better than we maybe thought from a team that was tanking. Like, I, I don't No one told me that he admitted that, but, you know, you, you do some of the moves that they make and it's going to be it's going to be tricky. But their defense looks better than maybe we thought. However, I, I still think that the Giants looked worse than we thought and, they, and both, are, both are kind of artificial, right? Like, like the, the, their defense isn't that great and this team isn't as, you know, dip, difficult to watch as it was last week. All right. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. You can see her all over the NFL network. We always like to end talking a little fantasy, not the obvious. We know you're going to play the Josh Allens and the Patrick Mahomes of the world. Uh, Let's talk about some of the quarterbacks that you might be on the fence about, or maybe some quarterbacks you might want to play in DFS. Um, Are you believing in Geno Smith against Detroit? I certainly like Trevor Lawrence against Kansas city. Um, I think Daniel Jones rebounds against Arizona. Those are some of the quarterbacks that I'm eyeing that are flying low on the radar. What say you? I'm with, I'm with you on Gino. In fact, I think you could play Gino or Jared Goff. At some point, Jared Goff will stop that no interception streak right now. He's closing it on Aaron Rodgers' record. He's about 52 passes or something away from that. But, I, I again, it, it all streaks come to an end. So, at some point, you will. I don't know if it's this week against Seattle. I still think this is going to be a high-scoring game, so you want both quarterbacks in this matchup. So those are the two quarterbacks you like. Some dis- disappointing news in regard to uh, to Austin Eckler. Uh, he is doubtful right now. I think a lot of people are expecting him not to play. So if you do have Austin Eckler on your fantasy roster, chances are you draft him in the first round. So let's talk about some other options. Who are some of the running backs that out that are out there that could be available on the waiver wire? Like Zach Moss, to me, is one of them. I think he's going to get a lot mm-hmm. of carries for the Indianapolis Colts. Do you agree with that? Yeah. they. I mean, they brought Zach Moss in in the middle of last season, and it seems like someone that they were sad that he got hurt. Like, they always – the way they framed it was just like, oh, we really we can't wait to see what he does when he gets out there. So I'm all in on that. I also think that you could look at Damian Harris behind James Cook. So I think both of them will be impactful in this Bills game against the Raiders. 
Um, I think the run game will be something that they lean on because, you know, getting in rhythm and not letting Josh Allen throw any interceptions is going to be a big focus point, focal point for them. So I'm looking at that as well. Of course, Josh Kelly, Joshua Kelly, who's behind Austin Eckler, that's who likely gets the like elevated in this situation. And I'm staying away from the Rams situation because you, you can't really like, – they're not in a good running situation. You know, I don't want to play the 49ers in any way, shape, or form. So people are like, oh, how do you think about Kyron Williams? I'm like, I am staying away. That's not my – that's not where I think that the, the tricky play is this week. Also, uh, Aaron Jones is dealing with a hamstring injury. This could be a big day for A.J. Dillon. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, with the squads. My BC Eagle, yeah, he. Uh, I think that'll be a good one too. Because obviously, go back and watch that Green Bay game, and it's like as good as Jordan Love looked. It was like Aaron Jones for like sixty yards of yak on every catch. You know, like it was okay, not every catch, but you know, it, it was it was a lot of scheme screens, things that that made you know that made his quarterback look really really good. So hats off to Coach Lafleur, but you know, that, it does mean that AJ Dillon now could be in a situation where he earns a ton of fantasy points. Yeah, I, I really like A.J. Dillon. I'm going to be utilizing him a lot in DFS uh, this week as well. Um, I, I'm trying to think some other some other running back news. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Jameer Gibbs, over three and a half receptions, might be one of my favorite prop bets heading into Sunday. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Jameer Gibbs is interesting because they, they kind of didn't lie to us when they said that his youth, like they were going to keep – adding more volume to him as the season goes on. They were going to, like, week one, not play him as much. So, you know, Dan Campbell wasn't lying about that. So perhaps if, like, if you want to extrapolate from last game and then add more to this game, like, then that becomes an even better bet. Some wide receivers, Cynthia, I want to tee up for you. Uh, Deontay Johnson is out for a few weeks for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you got to pay attention to the relationship and the chemistry already developed between Allen Robinson and Kenny Pickett. Allen Robinson mm-hmm. available on almost 80% of fantasy football free agent uh, rosters. Um, or not rosters, but but in their free agent market. Yeah. Allen Robinson worth a pickup right now? Definitely. They got to figure out their offense, like, I think we get, don't overvalue week one in, in terms of good or in terms of bad. And I think especially with Deontay Johnson out, I still think they need to throw the ball. And it'll be some version of Pickens and Robinson and Friar Moose that every single week are that's gonna be that's gonna be the way that they that they do that. Uh, Jacoby Myers out with a concussion, got thirty eight percent of uh, of the target share, uh, had a huge week one. He's out. Is Hunter Renfro a sneaky good play this week? I'm not doing it. The best part of this Bills defense is the safety core. I mean, the best part of the back end of the defense. And I just don't think that where Hunter Renfro lines up and plays is a good mix. Now watch him go off and have a huge week. I just, (laughs) it felt like the chemistry wasn't there. I, you know, even in training camp, I saw with Jacoby Myers, a lot of chemistry between he and Jimmy Garoppolo, but I didn't see as much with Hunter Renfro. So I, I, I'll have to wait and see that on that one. You know, another quarterback that I, I, I neglected to mention, and I'm going to tee it up with this wide receiver, and that's Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots. Mac Jones mm-hmm. had the most completions of any quarterback in week one, passed for over 300 yards against a good Philadelphia Eagles defense. Now he goes up against the Miami Dolphins defense that gave up a ton of yards to the Chargers. 
love Mac Jones, might play a lot of stack with Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne, especially since Devontae Parker uh, is dealing with an ankle issue. What say you? Yeah, also, where was Juju Smith-Schuster? That was weird. He, like, didn't play very many snaps. It was kind of strange. Anyways, I agree with you on both of that, but I also think don't forget at the tight end position, which is always nuts, uh, your tight end number one last week, who was that? A Patriot, Hunter Henry. And you're now going mm-hmm. up against a situation where this is a, an easier defense to play than the Eagles. I still think, you know, run that one back again. So you're saying stack Mac Jones with tight end Hunter Henry over Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know about over. About... You do both. Either. Do both. Uh, let's talk about some well, other tight ends. Uh, you know, again, uh, Travis Kelsey expects to be back in action twerking this week. Uh, I love me some Darren Waller. I think this is the come out game for him in a Giants uniform. Um, I know a lot of people like Laporta. Uh, outside of Hunter Henry, give me some other tight ends that you like this week. I think Luke Musgrave is still a good pick because, you know, look, uh, the Packers, Christian Watson can't seem to get off the injury report. And with Aaron Jones potentially sideline too, I think some of those you know, close plays that I guess AJ Dillon will pick it up, but also I think, you know, Luke Musgrave will be increasingly folded it. Gordy, by the way, is taking a um a lobster and I keep putting it away and then he keeps going to get it and slide it across the floor. I apologize. Um <laughs> my puppy. Um but yes, so I like that one. I also think that, you know, Tennessee Tennessee's always an we thought Chigakonkwo was going to be like a bigger part. I think now you see a little more Chig against the Chargers than you did maybe last week. Great stuff as always, Cynthia. We so appreciate you each and every Saturday afternoon. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we will be watching you Thank on you the NFL me. Network. Crushing it as always. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Talk to you next week. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We got some breaking news. Um, Ridge Samini, just recently reporting, Craig Zerline uh, is not going to be active and attractive uh, tomorrow against the Dallas Cowboys. Gentlemen, so did Rich, because I didn't see the tweet, um, did Rich say who they're going to sign, who they're breaking in, who bringing in, who's going to be their their kicker tomorrow? No announcement yet, but there will be a new place kicker for the Jets when they play Dallas tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Uh, so that's concerning because uh, this very well, as good as these defenses are, and we just heard from Cynthia Freeland, um, you never know. The defense could keep the Jets in this matchup. Is there more breaking news? I just got a tweet from Tom Pelissero here on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets are signing veteran kicker Austin Siebert to kick in place of Greg Zerline against the Cowboys, there you per go. source. Thank you, gentlemen. Tag team. Tag team sports. But this is. Um, let's get back to your calls. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, welcome in. What's up, Anita? You can say that our charges have the back to the walls race. Change the names to L.A. Heartbreakers. But um, the Chess don't have much drafts that who can they – you know, they get another quarterback. They should have made a run at, at Trey Lance a couple weeks ago, especially as that, that injury had happened sooner. I mean, they, they have to get another quarterback in the near future for the for the long term. Mitch, not, not, not sold, not sold. Mitch, thanks for the phone call. Not sold on Trey Lance. Um, he's 
I don't I don't think he's even better than Zach Wilson. So glad that the Jets did not make a move there. Let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome in. Hey, what's going on, Anita? Um, I, I think the problem is, I, I mean, I've been watching football 35 years or so. I, I've never seen the quarterback come in in the middle of the season and just start right away and make a major difference. I mean, this should have been handled in the offseason. They knew Zach wasn't ready to play. They wanted him to learn behind Aaron Rodgers. They should have just made him the third-string quarterback and brought somebody in who at least knew the offense. He didn't need a superstar, but – and just one more point. Since they are going to go with Zach, they can't allow him to make these intermediate throws where he has to read the defense. Let him do what his strength is and just throw the ball downfield and not have to make any reads. That's what this kid does. I mean, yeah, but that's really – but, but these- Mike, but Mike, that's really – and I appreciate the phone call. That's really not his strength. Um, when he throws the ball more than, than 15, 20 yards, um, it's, it's, it's a disaster, you know. Um, maybe that's what he did at BYU with subpar comp in a COVID year against really bad talent, but not here, not in this NFL. Um, that's, that, that is not his strength. Uh, There's a caller on that I want to get to when we get back. Um, shoulda, woulda, coulda signed a different quarterback who, by the way, I agree with him. Bill Barnwell had a column that came out a few months ago and boy, did he get destroyed for even mentioning this. We'll dive into that next, 800-919-3776, the phone number. Also want to let you know, Golf Zone Social is an indoor golf simulator with 22 hitting bays and a family-friendly sports bar environment. It's the perfect place to tee it up for birthday parties, team-building events, friendly get-togethers. Here's your chance to score a $100 Golf Zone Social Hitting Bay reservation credit. You want to be caller number 8 right now. Caller number 8, 888. 987-ESPN. Again, 888-987-ESPN. All thanks to Golf Zone Social, the most social experience in golf. Cheers to food. Cheers to golf. Cheers to fun. Good luck. We come back. We'll take your calls. Uh, We've got Joe Wiz, who's going to be joining us at 215 with his picks and his plays. I've got some 330 kickoff college football plays for you as well. So we'll talk college. We'll talk NFL. Getting you ready. Hopefully always in the green, as I like to say. Uh, heading into Sunday NFL Monday, so now you're playing with house money. That's what we like to do here on 98.7 ESPN.